Coming up on TMS, teens are often hard on hoses. Neuro something something protein dillywhacker. Roll for initiative against your mom. Untitled breastfeeding mom and goose game. Would you like a casserole or a puppy? Always a slush component. Dungeons, dragons, and dings. Del Taco, just the tip. Steam coming out of my trunk. Maverick rage. Toddlers or gibbering mouthers. Uncle Puberty coming to ruin your life. Tom had cherry pie. Cool tech time, such a sweet surprise. 30 minutes of Screaming with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This morning, Billy looked like any other boy, but as the moon rose, he turned into a werewolf. He used new Pa's Halloween makeup kits. His friends did too. Look, Mike's a vampire. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream, it's Totes Fat. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. So wait a minute. If it's the, t- what's tomorrow? Is it the new, no, we have, thir- we have we have 30 days in June. We do, right? Not 31, yeah. though. Let's see. Not yeah. 31. Yeah. No 31. The only time we have a month that has 29 days is every fourth year of February has yeah. a 29th day. But yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember if we had a 31st, though. I guess not, because Monday would be nope. the fourth, and that wouldn't be enough days between that. Wouldn't that. be enough days to get to the fourth on Monday. Yeah, good point. Speaking of which, we will not be here. That's a national holiday here in America. Yeah, yeah look, go go enjoy some time with the fam. Barbecue something. Put something on the grill for Pete's sake. Yeah, get in there. Make it done. Get the heat out. Do what you got to do. Watch some fireworks. Don't burn down a forest. All those things, okay? Do that. Right, right. Uh, someone in the chat reminded me that it's come, it's going to be Canada Day, what, tomorrow? Or when is that? Uh, Friday? I don't know what it is, but you guys are about to celebrate. That'll be cool. Friday, Friday is Canada. Canada! Day. Yeah. Do you want to celebrate here in any way? Should we do anything to honor our friends in Canada or, or just not? Uh, we could do the whole episode like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Great. Like, yeah. Thank it looks like you're drinking, uh, it really looks like you're drinking whiskey, Scott. Like that's like a like a little whiskey glass. I guess it's V8, but. Uh, yep. Spicy tomato juice. Mmm. Lovely. Mm. This is my choice, my, my beverage of choice so, on an airplane. That's what oh, I always really? get. Okay. Oh, yeah. Almost every time. If I'm on a plane, doesn't even matter what time, early, late, doesn't matter yeah. if they say, would you like that's... anything? I'm like, do you have spicy tomato juice? They're like, we sure do. Boom. That's what I get. Nice. Nice. Yeah. My uh, wife so thinks Bloody I'm Mary crazy. is what you're having. Kind of a Bloody Mary without, I mean, there's no alcohol, but at least I hope not. Yep. It's good. Just tomato. <laughs> Kim made one the other day that had all the stuff in it, though. She put pickles in it and like... Uh, yeah, but all everything and all that. but the vodka. Everything but the vodka. It was still very Worcestershire good. Worcestershire sauce and... Uh... Just kind of pepper a and- I'm a savory drink kind of guy, man. Yeah. Like yeah, if I did I get it. if I did start going nuts with the cocktails, it'd probably be a lot of that. A lot of a lot of bloody Marys. I like the cucumber, uh, cucumber lime kind of stuff. And oh, not yeah, not dude. big into the rum, the the well, other than, you know, virgin uh <laughs> virgin daiquiris. Pina coladas. Yeah. Yeah, right. or, yeah, whatever the heck that was. Yeah. I always say daiquiri. What is a daiquiri? What is a daiquiri? It's not daiquiri a- is uh very similar. It's lime rum usually frozen i don't think you can i've never seen a non-frozen it's always frozen right it's like a frozen it's basically a frozen lime slushy with rum so there's always like a slush component to it yeah okay never never i was trying to think if i've ever seen a daiquiri that wasn't frozen right they're always they're always frozen well 
look, the next time you guys look for us, uh, go get a slushy and then put a little rum in it. Boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done. That's all really it takes. Yep. yep. Uh, all right. So we've got with, uh, the Coca-Cola slushies too, the, the uh, Slurpees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slurpee. Mm. I used to love a good Coke Slurpee, man. God, I, I did up. too. Loved you it. You would do the thing where you do the uh, cherry Slurpee first and then fire in the uh, the Coke Slurpee, right? right oh, yeah. We did. Right? We make full swamp water when we go in there. Yeah. Yeah, we'd absolutely. mix everything you could. You take all three flavors, whatever they had. You mix those in. You put a little bit of Dr Pepper in there for <laughs> for flavor. You know. Oh, you'd, would you? You would head over to the Big Gulp machine too, and like oh, add yeah. some other things. Or oh yeah, wow, we would go. Not, we would, I mean, it was real dumb, but we did it, and uh, we thought it was great. But it was. It's not great. It was. It's Gosh. bad. I can't bad. understand why the Shug is, uh, <laughs> why you're off the Shug now. <laughs> Kids in the 80s, man. That's all we did. Just pound all it down. We did. Yeah. And I would usually, to, to add to that, I would usually have a big hunk or a Charleston chew with that. So, mm. you know, all the okay. sugar. That was that was lunch, basically, in, in <sighs> high school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Paying for it now. Um, anyway, hey, uh, we got a, some follow-up we got to get to here. Okay, all it's right. Like business that piled up while uh, while we were away for a day. Uh, you know this whole conversation we've had about drinking out of the hose, and yeah, you know, yeah. generations. Whether it's bad for you, whether it's uh, you know, whether it builds strong bodies eight eight ways or whatever. The, exactly <laughs> the and, phrase is, yeah. and that's the question. Like, is it you know, is it really that big a deal? It, was it just because kids are kids and that's what you do? Is it help to sure. build your immune system? Whatever. Got some emails. Going to read these. Cool. Uh, in fact. Here, just to celebrate. Send and receive email. Here's one from Sierra, who says, uh, I assume this is Sierra, the old video game company that published the original (laughs) Half-Life. Took a break from King's Quest V to answer this question. You know, they were like, man, we can do these point-and-click adventures, but really, we got to answer this question. So he says this, whoever Sierra is, he or she. The reason we don't drink out of hoses anymore is because most of them, especially in the old days, contained lead. Says even today it's dangerous to drink out of a hose unless it says drinking water safe because of the lead and chemical risk. Old hoses that have been set out in the sun and been abused are worse. <laughs> How do you abuse a hose? It just means you don't roll oh, it up or totally like kicked and you know tossed into a pile and uh, hose abuse. I, hose abuse. Yeah. It's a real thing, and uh, you know maybe maybe it's time to start wearing. Uh, Green cylindrical ribbons on our, on our shirts. Everybody, be nice. Hose abuse. Be nice to your hose. <laughs> I was uh, listen when I was fourteen. There was a lot of hose abuse going on. <laughs> yeah, and we don't we don't mean ladies of the night, everybody. We don't mean that. We mean <laughs> we don't. No, what? no, we don't. Anyway, oh uh, hose, gotcha. Okay, yeah, get it, hose, get it. I yeah. got, I got you now. Yep. Old hoses have set uh, have been set out in the sun and been abused or worse. Uh, as once the materials start to break down, more lead leaches into the water. My stepfather actually had uh, to have multiple treatments for lead in his blood. Due to partially, due partially to drinking out of an old damaged hose every day at work for a decade straight. Love the show, wow. though, Sierra. So I didn't even think about that. that I seems... never even thought about lead being in those hoses, like they were lined with lead, or the the um, guess... metal components on the ends were lead or something. Well, you know how the so I think what it is, you know how tires are like rubber on the outside, but then there's that right. they've mesh. got the yeah uh, the mesh to make it stronger. What do they call those... that? Radial? Or no. Whatever that's called, the mesh right. stuff, the metal that's like basically cross stat, uh, cross stat uh, stitch. <laughs> we we and we all learned that by that commercial that showed uh, seven surrounded by two, wrapped by one, or oh. something like that. Do you remember those? Yeah, tires I do remember that, like, those. What was they that? They showed the. Uh, <laughs> Who was that? What was the brand? Like Bridgestone or? Uh, Wasn't the guy in the? 
not Mr. Not Mr. Clean. Michelin. Michelin, Michelin. Could have been. Well, anyway, I can't yeah. remember. But I know the only reason I really know about those is because my Maverick, my Ford Maverick used to, it was pigeon toed. So the mm. tires were all worn down <laughs> in the middle and, and it had these horrible, like all that metal uh, webbing was just sticking out on the outside. It was awful. Yeah. It's it bad. Oh my God. The car wow. was a piece of shit. I paid just 200. Swap, instead of rotating, would you just swap the front left and right front tires and... I mean, if you ask me now, I don't think I can even tell you what I did. <laughs> I spent like 200 bucks on that car. I bought it from a guy named Juan who I knew at Chi-Chi's. He's like, I uh-huh. have a car. It's 200 bucks. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah, I'm 16 and I have no money. Let's do this. So I bought his car for $200, got the title, and it was a piece of HUD for the whole time I had it. It never, it was always like something was wrong. All, always. Yeah. Just always yeah. something wrong. Although I did... I did escape a, a, a mini car chase one night where some, let's call them thugs. I don't know what they were. Okay. But some guys were mad at us because we cut them off or something. And so I had to floor it through this neighborhood and try to lose. We had to lose a tail basically um, because these guys were going to, they were just mad and they were following us having road rage or whatever. And I did it. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I got away from these guys. But when we were done, there was steam coming out of my trunk or out of my hood. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful, man. That car sucked. Oh my gosh! Wow, piece of piece of little literal crap. Anyway, all right. So there's one take. Here's another take from yep. Merle Prime, aka Jerky Jesse. All right, okay, <laughs> Jerky Jesse, <laughs> Jerky Jesse. I see Merle Prime all the time in the chat and stuff. But yeah, I've never, never, I've never known him as Jerky Jesse. But no. all right, well, all don't, be, right. don't be so hard on yourself, Jesse. Yeah. You're probably real nice. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, says hey, boots and and slacks. I guess you're boots and I'm slacks. Boots sure. and slacks and boots, boots and, and slacks. slacks. Uh, it says, I've been a mobile refuse lo- relocation engineer, a.k.a. garbage man, for almost <laughs> eight years now. Aside from getting COVID last month, I have not been sick for five years. Common cold, nor flu, none of that. I also drank from the garden hose as a kid from the 80s. Uh, I'm no Bobby, Dan, or Dr. Tolbert, but I think you're onto something about immunity being linked to being germy 80s kids. Cheers, hmm. Morrow Prime. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'd, I'd blame that more on just social distancing, masks, isolation for the last, well, maybe five years. Okay. But, you know, last two years, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, colds and flus up until recently have mm-hmm. been minimum for me because of the, or minimal for me because of the uh, isolation. I still haven't had anything aspirin. major. I had that ear infection. That's it. I haven't had anything wow. since 20, oh my gosh, 2018, 20. Early 2019. Really? And, I could have sworn we missed a few days because of you. Oh, we did. Sick. My ear infection thing knocked that us was out what for it was? three okay. days. Yeah, that All was right. bad. But that was just some bacterial thing, and I don't who knows where those come from. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the the pandemic has made Scott way less <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ironically. Well, take it from me. Uh, once you get your first flu after the pandemic, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling. Plus, everybody I know has got COVID again. It's all like everybody who went to VidCon. Um, y'all had an outbreak too. at VidCon. Oh, it was yeah, bad. I saw that. Yeah. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have any precautions in place. So, you know, you get what you get. But I guess there's this. Um, Bobby will have to maybe clarify next week. We haven't had an update on this in a while. But there's something about a new variant that has neuro something something protein dealy whacker. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't like the word neuro in there at all. Attacks brain cells. And brain cells are susceptible to damage, and so it's not like everyone's going to have a hard time. Is it B five? Is that the name? Oh, anyway, geez. this thing like goes straight to like 
that stuff so you can end up with like short-term memory loss or you know other shit i hear you can uh, now get the monkeypox vaccine too is that true can i get that yeah yeah. I think they didn't they already have that. They just didn't have it here. I think you could get they it. They had it. it if you could prove exposure to it. Um, oh, okay. Okay. You, you just or prove or just say, yeah, I've been around somebody who has monkeypox. Better give me the the vaccine. But uh, um, <laughs> I had sex with a monkey in the jungle. Give me the, give me the vaccine. <laughs> right. A monkey uh, at the zoo said, "I put a pox on you." Yeah. I got cursed by a monkey. But that yeah. but isn't that that thing's been around for years and years and years? This has never come here. I thought. Isn't that the deal? Is that the, is that the case? I, I thought know. that was the case. That they that like it's a regular occurrence in certain African countries. And well, you know, maybe if our science guy wouldn't spend his whole time talking about little wormy bacteria, right. and he could tell us about something important that we could actually use information we actually need. Yeah, not some worm I just ate. I don't want to know exactly. about that. Yeah. Oh, this worm is super tiny and it's probably fine. All right, great. Yeah. Tell us about monkeypox. Yeah. Let's get a, let's get that monkeypox going. Anyway, <clears throat> here's another one from uh, so it's so interesting point Morrow Prime about being a Jeremy '80s kid. Maybe problem is we don't really have any direct data to support this, so you know it's just a gut feeling. Uh, Ziggurat finally writes in and says, or is our final emailer says, "Hi Scott and Brian, I am 33, and I drank from hoses growing up. My kids have too. I think that kids don't think about what's in the hose like adults would. Nowadays, I don't uh, I don't even like drinking from the bathroom faucet." And my water doesn't have any weird tastes. Uh, I drink it fine from the kitchen faucet. Same water. Uh, glove the flow, though. Ziggurat. Uh, yeah, right. part of it is when you're a kid, nothing's it's nothing scary. You're just like, right. ah, what happened? I dropped my hot dog in the dirt. Where'd it go? Well, I ate it, of course, because I'm a right, kid. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what you do. You don't freaking. Eddie Murphy even had a whole bit about that, right? The kid, the kid's ice cream falling off his uh, cone, and he's making fun of the other kids. And then he picks it back up, and says, "I have some ice cream." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why, why, why stress about? You know, when you're a kid, this is what you do, and yeah. you don't think yeah. you're ever going to die. You don't think you're yeah. ever going to get sick. And when you do, it's just kind of a weird anomaly, and your parents worry like crazy. But you're just right. kind of laying there watching cartoons, and you don't care. Yeah, exactly. All right, more chicken soup. Cool. Seven up. Ginger ale. Whatever. Bring it. Being, yeah. Being mm-hmm. a kid, man, so good. Let me tell you the two oh, best ages you could ever be, and then if I could stay there, I would. Ten and eleven. Those are the years. Because puberty, Uncle Puberty hasn't come yet to ruin your life. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and up to that point, you're still too little to really be smart enough to have any fun. But by the time you're like 10 or 11, yeah. the world's your oyster. You are just a, you are, you are, it is awesometime.com.usa. It's an amazing time <laughs> to be a human being is 10 to 11. As long as you're you not have, being beat up. You can up. have your 10 and 11. I'll take uh, 21. I'll take 21 oh. as my... <laughs> oh, no. I, you know, the kind of fun I had at 10 or 11 is nothing like the kind of fun I had at 21. Yeah, but that kind of fun at 21 leaves a wake. You know, it's like, sure. ah, that girl's mad at me. Or this guy, oh, did I do that when I was drinking? Shoot. Uh, sorry. Oh, I have to pay insurance now? Like, 21... <laughs> oh, I didn't have to do that at 20. Well, I guess I did. Well... 21 things but get I didn't expensive. Have to worry. Yeah, I had to worry about uh, uh, cheap apartment payment and uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something about something about my memories. Now again, you know, memory can be You can't deceiving. drive anywhere at Tendal. You are stuck. You are basically reliant on everybody else to like get you places and Yeah, but it's okay. Because it's you're okay to hop on your BMX, go all the way down to the <laughs> arcade. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go to the arcade, spend the five bucks your dad gave you three weeks ago. Just play joust all afternoon. Get mm-hmm. back in time for dinner. Mom made you something rad. You eat that. You go over to your friend's house, play in television until your eyes bleed. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it was a great time to be alive. It sounds kind of like replace mom with Kim, and it pretty much sounds like your life now. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> she drives me everywhere, too. Right, she yeah. does, yes. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, come she on, just... Come playing joust, Scott, and come up and have some jambalaya. <laughs> There's literally okay, a joust machine. I'm looking up the retro in television. Just a second. I've got to play some Astro Blasters yeah. or something. Yeah. I have kind of, You know, I mean, I'm not going to... I won't deny it. I kind of still <laughs> aim to live that life. Like, I still sure, want to be yes. that kid where everything's exciting and new and cool and creative and and all of that. It's the world that just keeps telling me not to. But I, right. you know, I want to be a kid forever. Freaking love being yeah. a kid. And when yeah. I see a ten or eleven year old out in the out in the street screwing around, doing whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. making jumps for their bikes, or I don't know, just some some nonsense, I just grin and go, "Yeah, dude, freaking enjoy that, revel in that." You're gonna look back on these days and yeah, love it, love it while you can, because it's gonna yeah. go, it's gonna go away. And then one day you'll be an old fart in a radio show talking about it. That's how it'll. Work. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for all your feedback about the uh, the deal there. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. We don't. Again, I don't know that there are any any sort of science, serious scientific peer reviewed studies that say anything about drinking hose water and your immune system. But um, it has to have had some some effect on us. I'm sure. I mean, some, I'm sure that you know there was something. some. Even if it may not have been lead, but there might there was definitely something in those hoses that we were <laughs> drinking along with the ice cold water. Yeah, but also just in general, when you're a kid, everything you run into you know is building that is how you build your yeah. immune system yeah. if you were kept exactly. if you're kept in a hermetically sealed room from age zero to 20 and then they suddenly let you out you're screwed yeah like you'll yeah. catch everything all at once you don't want that so drink from your hose but don't do it if there's lead in it i'm not encouraging that because lead okay. is no good i don't care who you are no no please don't eat the paint and don't drink from the hose if, yeah uh, don't don't drink from abused hoses yeah these abused hoses man who was who's going to speak for them who's their spokesperson these abused hoses <laughs> abusedhoses.com for details all right there's probably <laughs> when Mega says i mean what about that fourth nipple brian could that have been caused by drinking from the hose hey i don't know why don't you ask it it can talk oh geez you got a whole mad ball back there you got eyes I do, and everything yes. Uh, How to succeed in business without really trying going on back there. So I just did a search for abused hoses, and there's nothing. Oh, jeez. No abusedhoses.com, none of that. It's uh, okay. it's abused horses is all I get. So. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Turns out horses have abuse. and uh, They abuse horses, don't they? Yeah, they can. Aww. All right. Dunaway time. Have you, have you heard of this guy? This Dunaway guy? I've heard of him. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, familiar. me too. He's a he's a guy we're familiar with. We know his ways. We're gonna call him. We're gonna play a game. We're gonna get a caller on the line. All this stuff is true. That's right, everybody. Brian jo- uh, Dunaway joins us. Brian Joinaway. Hi, Brian Joinaway. How are you? Brian Joinaway here. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Brian. Hi. Waiting for player to finish latest episode of some Marvel show is what it says yeah, in the Tadpooly yeah. feud. He's not, he's not join away the game. No, yeah, that's right. You got to get in there, buddy. Get in there. Are you not in there? Get in there. 
Uh, all right. Oh, I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm, what are you talking me? Me? I'm yeah. in there. Am I not in there? I'm not in there. What happened, dude? I was yeah. here. I don't know. You're not in there now. I don't know what's going on. You got. Well, how, how did that tab close, bro? I've been I don't home know. for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Seems like something's going. Some boy fishy. G is in the house. There he is. All right. There he is. All right. We also have a listener. Let's find out who's waiting for us. Hi. Thanks for holding. Who's this? <laughs> Shojo. Shojo, what are hey. you doing? Hey. What's up? Let's roll buttholes is what she'd like she'd say. Let's yeah. roll buttholes. It's one of my favorite things ever. I always love hearing her say that. What are you doing? How are, How are you? How are things in Vegas? I'm doing good. Oh, it's actually really not bad. It's like no. supposed to be like in the nineties on fourth of July. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow. That is uh that is what we're having today, about ninety eight or so. We're almost a hundred. And I don't know why you guys are colder than us. That makes no sense to me. Although, when you're in the 90s saying you're colder than us is kind of a weird thing to say. But, but. <laughs> right? Uh, well, it's good to have you here. Uh, as you would say, let's roll buttholes. Brian, explain to her how this works, what she could win, and why we're doing this. Well, that's right, Scott. Yes, it's time to play the Tadpoolie Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Shoujo, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, I'll just hand-deliver these prizes to Vegas in July. Uh, You'll get a prize package (laughs) that includes... Ring of Pain and Pop-Up Dungeon. Oh, those are both great games. Okay, Ring of Pain, uh, turn-based, cool, kind of XCOM-like, but with a crazy art style. And then um, Pop-Up Dungeon is this rad, almost like paper craft dungeon crawler thing. Oh, that cool. you can also make your own, make your own like levels and stuff. It's it's really cool. It's awesome. Oh, right on. Yeah, I'm excited. Up your, up your alley. Could be yep. yours. Both good. Yes. Uh, all right, well, let's give these guys their uh, their category and uh, let them start playing. We'll see who you're going to be joining. Uh, put your hands on your buzzers. Uh, give me your answer to this. We asked 739 Tadpoolers to give their best response to this question. What's the weirdest Dungeons & Dragons monster? Uh, Scott. The weirdest. I'm going to go with uh, Eye of the Beholder or a Beholder. I, yes. Oh, that's that's a good one. I guess they're just beholders. Show me the beholder who's just got his eye. <laughs> two. Number two. One answer oh. will beat it. Hmm. One there. better, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know one better. All I know is Owlbear. <laughs> Owlbear's a good one. I like Owlbears. Sure. Owlbear. All right. Show me Owlbear. I thought you were like talking about somebody named Albert. And you're saying it funny like French. Show me. Show me Owlbear. Oh. Number eight. Good points, but Scott, doesn't get me the contest. Nope. So, mm. Scott, you and Shoujo are going to uh, get control of the board. All eight right. answers still left up there. What's the now, weirdest Dungeons & Dragons monster? Mm. Now, Ibbit's question is starting to make more sense that he just dropped in the chat room earlier. Oh. <laughs> oh, did he do that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't sure go. if uh, Dunaway ever yeah. played D&D. Uh, we Dude, of course. I even played a, we even, I was even on the D&D show that Scott does. Yep, true story. Oh. Shrugs. Yeah, you did. You dirty Mm -hmm. bastard. Oh, you were? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, so Sarah, I got this, I have this feeling. Well, do any jump to your head first before I say anything? Well, I can share with you my answer because I remember it. Okay, go for it. (laughs) 
I chose, I believe, the gelatinous cube. Oh, yeah. Ooh, gonna... That was the other one I was going to do. It is Trent. weird. <laughs> Continues to be a very odd thing. So, yes, I'm going to go. I- I'm going to agree. Right. I concur. That's number right. one. Dang okay. gummit. Show me, oh, there's always room for the gelatinous cube. <laughs> oh, yeah, number ah. one answer. Number one. Okay. 124 yeah. tadpoolers said that one, well, which is still less afterwards. Still less than the number of tadpoolers who said some variation of pass, I don't play, and I'm not a virgin. Aww. Aww. Oh, Dark. I know. Dark. Shade thrown. Dark yeah. and cold. I don't like that. All right, um, we have this one. Actually, there's a. I don't know if anyone's using it because I have the chat not here. But uh, I actually created a, a an emoji on Twitch that I hand drew of a, a thing we fought a lot in our campaign called a flump or a flump flump mm-hmm. ph a I believe flump. is yep, the yep, thing yep, at the yep. end. So I like that one a lot. It's just kind of a gangly spaghetti monster, and that might be on. Sounds here. like the noise it makes when it uh, hits the ground. Flump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, available in many colors. Show me Flumph. Look at it. Yeah, but these is. It's this. almost like he has a podcast <laughs> once a week about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it helps, I admit. Right? Yeah. All right, Sarah, do you have anything okay. jump um, into your head? I don't know the name of this, but like the, the fake treasure chest, like. You go oh. to touch it, but it actually like attacks you. Yeah, it's the uh, the mi- uh, mimic, right? Mimics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, no. that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, show me that fake treasure chest looking thing that has teeth and is about to bite you. <laughs> mimic. <laughs> oh my Number gosh! Four. You guys are basically just going Yay, right down oh the God. line on the left side there. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, another one I did. I drew this one, so it's stuck in my head. Um, one of my favorite things to ever fight was a gibbering mouther, I believe is a the full gibbering name. Gibbering mouther. Yeah. Just a bunch of big flesh beasts with a bunch of mouths, and they're, they're ta- talking and mumbling the whole time. I think toddlers are gibbering mouthers, aren't they? A little they bit. Just, uh, <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Except, <laughs> except their other mouth is a butthole. Speaking of butthole. Rude. <laughs> yeah. All right, show me a gibbering mouther. Oh Number gosh. five. What Take the it. Frick, dude? We are just like doing the list. You are. You really oh are. Yeah. Um, Still in it though. I've got eight points with my Albar. Albar. That's right. Albar. Um. Oh, now it's where things get weird. Now is yeah. Now is when the rubber meets the road. Yeah, this, it's this also kind of hitting like the ends of what I remember. Mm. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Um. Oh, well, the other one I drew. Um, I'm basing these all on things I drew. Uh, because yeah. they're maybe that's a good idea because they all jumped out at me as weird. Uh, the um. Oh, what's it called? It's got a bunch of tentacles, and it's sort of oh, oh, uh, 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 like like uh, Jack Tripper's uh, uh, <laughs> the people Larry? that ran the uh, Ropers, Roper, Roper, <laughs> Larry the hairy guy, oh, from- not Larry the hairy what? guy, no Roper, Roper. All Roper. right, show me, Mister Roper. Oh no, Roper! Oh, Come no on, Roper. Uh, does that oh even? Let me see if that even made the list. Yep, number eighteen. Eighteen uh, was okay. was the Roper. Yep, I would have thought that would have been higher. All right, fair enough. All right, over to you, Brian. You've got What if I just describe what the character looks like? Nope. I'm kidding. Doesn't work. Um. So I'm going to probably go with uh, 
Since my my childhood DM hasn't responded to my messenger that I just sent to ask him what the weirdest one was, <laughs> I guess I'm going with uh, the lich. How about that? How about I go with a, a lich? lich? Sure, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not really weird, yeah. but it's it's I'm kind of running out of monsters in my head. They can, they can be a little weird. Uh, yeah, a little moody is really the problem with moody. those guys. Yeah, a little a little moody. All right, show me a lich. Oh. 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 Yeah, we, it's hard because now because we're the, the question here about weirdest is what's throwing everybody because who knows yeah. what people consider yeah. to be weird? They're all right. weird. Um, Shojo, how do you feel about a, a mind flayer? Not weird enough or weird enough? Dang it! That was my next no, one. Stop saying the only answers yeah. I have. Okay, we're doing mind flayer. Mind flayers right, are pretty flayer. weird. Yeah, those are pretty weird. Uh, all right, that. show me. Okay. What's that? I said, I totally forgot about that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, show me a mind flare. Stupid flare. Number I seven. Win. I think I win Woo! this. Snake is always ruining my life. And- I know, right? Oh, oh, right. oh hello. Uh, Are you there? Let's see. <laughs> 14. Yeah, you, you, you're not, uh, you haven't locked it in yet. Um, that's any- okay. As long as Shoujo wins, that's really the important part. If we either got to do one of two things, I got to right. win or we got to run the board. Come on. You mean Scott's got to win or you got to run what? the board? No, what? I got to win. I, I'm a little selfish. Shoujo, oh, what's gotcha. the, okay. right. do you know the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah. like a half bird, half floating brain? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh. Ring a bell at all? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, we fought one of these in our campaign. It was like a, if I can remember this name. Half bird, half brain? Yeah. And the word bird brain. The, the name I'm thinking of is like krill, but I don't think that's it. That's actual stuff in the ocean. Ooh, right? is that? Yeah, that. Mm, that's not bad. Krill. Isn't there a krill though? Isn't there? Is there? Hmm. I don't know. I don't um, know. All right, hold on. Don't do that one. Uh, there's the half. There's like the weird spider creature that's like half man, half spider. We fought that recently. That's mm-hmm. called a. Ooh, my childhood DM is typing. You're in trouble now. Oh no. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't remember these names. I don't eat. I'm so bad with names. Um, the dragon with like the multiple heads. Oh, uh, yeah, but what's the ver- what's the version in here called? It's not like the Greek one. It's something else. I know. That's why I'm like I'm so bad with names. I just remember what they look like. Oh, uh, uh, who who are the? I drew a. That's uh, another one I drew. They're they're common. They they're like dirty. Uh, uh, they're dirty. Not knolls. Dirty. <laughs> dirty feet. Knolls. What is it? Is it knolls? They're ones that are... Oh, yeah. Oh, bugbears. That's what I'm thinking of. Bugbears. 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 That's a good one. (laughs) Show me a bugbear. Damn it. Bugbear number 13 on the list. Okay. My childhood DM is really typing slow, so I'm going to have to go with my my Hail Mary of uh, Netflix Demogorgon. How about that? If I only could. Oh. <laughs> this weekend, baby. Second half right. of the season. Finally. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Show me. Oh, I rolled a 20. Demogorgon. Oh. Number yes. six. Back on the board there, dude. Brian's making a game out of this. Yeah. You get these next I did two, my, you uh, can win. I did, I did my call. Uh, I did, even though I'm not supposed to, I did call out to my DM, and he did say an answer. He oh. says Rust Monster. <laughs> Rust monster? <laughs> rust, rust monster. monster. Okay, yeah, they sure. normally dwell in dungeons and actually hunt for metals to turn to rust and consume. It looks like a cross between a roach 
and a crawfish. I'm going with Rust, rust Monster. Uh, those those okay. things definitely drink from the hose, the Rust Monster. <laughs> uh, all right, show me a Rust Monster. Oh! Rust Monster. Control Sorry, back James. over to, uh, okay. to Shoujo and Scott, who can lock this thing up with one answer. If you get one oh, of the man. last two answers on God. here, this game is locked no up. No pressure. How about no a, um, pressure So the nickname, Kyle's nickname on all his internet stuff is the name of the one I have in my head. So I'm going to share it with Sarah as if you two aren't here. And then her and I are going to decide together. So the term is, I believe, Tarask. And this is a big end boss kind of fight kind of creature. I don't know much about it except that Kyle's named after it. Or he named himself Tarask. So all his online, like, you know, names or whatever is always Tarask. So I'm going to say... We try that because it seems common in our community, and possibly that's a memorable one for a lot of D&D That's a good players. one, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll say right, the Tarask. Sure. Show me a Tarask. Damn it! Oh, man. Uh, 20, number 23 on the list was the Tarask. All right, Shoujo, if I win all the way through, then you win as well, so let's do it, right? right. Yeah. So okay. if Brian names one of these, you lose. If Brian names two of these, you win. Oh. That's where this thing goes. Ooh, ooh, zero, that, if Brian ooh. gets zero or two, you win. Ooh, if Brian I don't gets like one, that. you lose. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. No, I don't. Yeah. Somebody at home is uh, losing their mind about these rules again. They always do. Yeah, yeah, they are. Let them. Let them. Yeah, let them. I'm it. going. Email with... me at i d a i d g a f at brianibbit.com. There you go. It's a good domain. <laughs> I'm you going with. It. I'm going with. We haven't mentioned any, any dragons, so I'm going to say maybe white dragon freaks everybody out. That's a weird mm. one, right? Is that it? Weird there's pale, there's like, many many ew. colors of dragon, but the white dragon, I feel like that would be the one that would weird it's people the, out. It's the privileged dragon is the problem. Yeah. Is the, yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Yeah. It's not this one though. Black dragon. It's not a black dragon. It's a white <laughs> dragon. Black dragon. Yeah. All right. Show me the uh, the dragon whose order takes four minutes to place at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's six strikes total. Just plain, believe it or not, just plain dragon was number oh. eleven. Like, are you? Well, it still wasn't on the board, but people yeah, it was say, still went on the board. Uh, but that's dragon? Right. dragon, dragon, so weird, it's so weird. Never heard people, of that. Uh, yeah. All right, show me number nine. Oh, it's gonna kill me. The abyssal oh, chicken. Gosh, dang of it! Course. Of course, wow. Yeah, wow. which you'll eventually replace with a Dyson chicken. Yeah, we <laughs> we actually Bo Bo has a version of that called the oh what does he call it? It's an amazing take on the abyssal chicken, but it's his own thing, and I forgot the name of it. Shit, never mind. Then I won't tell you. I don't okay. know what it is. Really uh, and finally, we've seen one of these in our campaign. Chicken Lord scared the crap out of us. Chicken Lord, sorry, go ahead. Chicken Lord, okay. Uh, show me number ten. An intellect oh. devourer. Oh, is that the bird brain? brain? It's a brain with legs. That's, Four legs, though. Not, I guess they're is kind that the of, one you were thinking of, Scott? They're kind of chicken leggy. Yeah, uh, that I might be the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Might have been. I'm not sure. Let's see. Did it look like <laughs> this? I'll put it in the chat room. Let's take a look. Where? Uh, Where's chat room? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the one I'm thinking. No, well, the one I'm thinking of has a beak, but maybe these do and this picture just doesn't. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure now. But whatever. The, the important part is uh, that she won. That's the important part. Yes. yes, that is. That's the important part. And I'm going to play you this yes. because every time I play this, I get a note from Christine Fletcher reminding me that this is not the correct file. But I'm going to play it anyway because I don't know where the real one is, if it is, if it exists at all. So, uh, whoops, I lost it already. That's fantastic. Hold on. What happened? Why? 
Now I don't even have it. Oh yeah, I do. Congratulations! You're a winner! She says there's a different one than that. And I don't know really? where it came from. Yeah, of her own husband doing a thing. So I have to... Uh, Christine, get with me. I, I yeah. swear that's it. I swear that's the one. Christine anyway. hasn't uh, emailed or texted me since I said her voice sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you do the Tina voice, Brian. Yeah. Well, look, you know, oh the Tina God. voice. It's a, it's a treasured it's a thing. thing. It's going to happen it's whether you thing. like it or not. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what else did we miss? What else was on here? Yeah, I was going to say here, going down the list, the roving Mauler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines was number 14. Nice. Yeah. Creature know. nobody uh, wants to deal with. I don't blame him. Uh, Aboleth Orc, uh, yeah. Kobold, uh, Modron, Otiug, Zorn with an X, X O R. Zorn. Yeah. Number 25 mm-hmm. was your mom. Uh, 26 <laughs> is Bo Schwartz. <laughs> Bo Schwartz is on there. Nice. That is hilarious. 27 is uh, Duck Bunny, uh, yeah. Frog Hemoth, Gaspor, Grell, Nerd. Ooze, Trogdor, <laughs> Trogdor, and then a whole bunch of uh, single responses. Strong bad improves. So, yeah. Jen, uh, the chat room did find the one I was thinking of. It's the floating one with tentacles called the Krell or Grell. Sorry, Grell. Okay, Grell. Yeah, right. that's the one I was thinking about because that's still like a. Oh, brain, that's right? that is cool. That is yeah. cool looking. It's yeah. kind of cool looking. I have to, I have to agree with that. It looks. That looks like the, all the. Oh, bad it does have a wanna... weird beak. Yeah, yeah it's got yeah, like a bird beak, which. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you, but things with bird beaks that aren't birds kind of weirds me yeah, out. Yeah. How does yeah. it see uh, to bite you with that oh. beak, or or even eat some seed? It, it may have care. A... It just uses those tendrils that just gets in you. Oh, and yeah, starts... gotcha. <laughs> I think it might okay. it might have like a real low uh, perception uh, modifier. Gotcha. Or something. You think? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I can't no remember. Eyes. Oh, it's um, telepathic, says Dice to Sure, that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But I just Does don't it? like how it's like a big old freaking eagle beak right in the middle of that brain tissue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's anyway. no lungs. How can it make noises? Exactly. It'll just be floating around yeah. going. Right. Yeah, how does it do uh, that? For telepathy. You you, you don't you oh. think you hear the sound that it makes. Yeah. It's breath yeah. lepathy or something. Right. Anyway, hey, Sarah, you won. That means you get these games. And all you got to do is email Brian. Uh, that, that address is coverville at gmail.com, as you probably already know. And uh, he'll yeah. hook you up. And uh, in that same place, you can make any plans that you want to about his little Vegas trip. Can, <laughs> That's right. You know, hang out, whatever you're going to do. Uh, how do you feel about your, your big win? Um, let's roll buttholes. Yeah, let's roll buttholes. Roll buttholes. We'll see you later. You're awesome. Talk to you soon. Okay, why won't this hang up on her? There we go. All right. Well, hey, Brian Dunaway, that was a lot of fun. You know what else is fun is that show we did yesterday for Play Retro where we talked about uh, F-Zero and Wipeout and all the anti-grab hover racers of yesterday. Yes. Yep, it was great. Don't worry. It's still there. You can still listen to it, Ebbett. It's a good one. Still there. Oh, did you guys record it? Oh, good. We did. We I saved didn't get it. To listen live, so we recorded, yeah, we recorded it. it. We put it. There's video. It's up on YouTube and on the oh, Twitch pod. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. We we archived it proper so people can hear it, see it, live it. Uh, it was great though. And if you haven't listened to Play Retro yet, it might be your favorite little ancillary video game podcast. So go check it out. Play Retro everywhere you get your podcasts, or of course over at Frogpants.com/slash/playretro. Uh, Brian, you play a lot of these retro games on the nightly. You want to tell people where that's happening? I do. Are you still there? I'm still yeah. here. Are you here? Twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Do it. <laughs> Did we go away for a minute or something? What happened there? <laughs> no, but every time you cut me off while I'm talking, so. Oh, I see. You just are used to that. Well, what do you say yeah. about this? Uh, I say, no, you. Okay, he's out. That's it. He's gone. 
Well, that was fun. I enjoyed that yeah, it was greatly. Fun. Yes. And I like Sarah a lot, so it was easy to play with her. Much, much fun. Much fun. Yeah, Sarah was a great asset on that one for she sure. She was. Let's now move to this part of the show. This part of the show, which is the news, is brought to you by... Are you looking for more Frog Pants podcasts? Go to frogpants.com slash podcasts and have at it. They're all right there. That sounds grand. All right, check this out. Immediately stop using, says Costco for a massive recall. Public service uh, thing here. All right, everybody pay attention. Recall, recall. Recall. It's very important. Costco's uh, warning uh, Canadian people specifically. So it's a a recall. Excuse me, in Canada, or as you may know it as Canada, uh, multiple umbrellas are are catching on fire. Oh, jeez! Yeah, these are these are ones you can okay. buy in the Canadian stores. Let's yeah. see, Health Canada. I guess that's what you guys call your health services. Just Health Canada. Is that the deal? Health Canada. <laughs> we warn you of exploding umbrellas. <laughs> Doesn't quite They'll roll catch the on fire. Yeah. yeah. I think we should keep going. Don't as far now. as I get. <laughs> uh, this recall involves more than 32,000 Sun v- Villa. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sun Villa. These are 32,000 is a lot. That's a lot to be recalled. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Sun Villa. These are 10-foot solar LED market umbrellas, the patio umbrellas. So these aren't the ones you'd walk around in the rain with. These are you know, No, these are the ones you, you basically mount onto a table on your deck like my crazy neighbors have that mm-hmm. have... LED lights underneath that they bought at American Costco. So, you know it's safe. It must be fine here. Um, so, yeah. It says the lithium-ion batteries, because these things have LED lights in them and stuff, so they're yeah. they're powered. Yeah. Uh, the lithium-ion batteries may overheat, posing a fire and burn hazard, according to Health Canada in its recent uh, issued warning that happened on the 23rd. As of June 9th, 2022, the company had received one report of a battery overheating and umbrella catching on fire in Canada with no reported injuries. In the United States, the company has received five reports of batteries overheating with four reports of umbrellas catching on fire and one report of smoke inhalation injuries. So this happened once in Canada, but five times or four times, five times in the U.S. It's a per per capita deal. What do you think? I don't know. I, don't know I, I think uh, we just are worse at using umbrellas than Canadians. That might is be clearly it. the problem. Yeah. Says consumers should stop immediately using these uh, recall <laughs> or, umbrellas. Or sun in the U.S. Yeah, or, or sun hitting that uh, those solar panels. Says, uh, uh, let's see, uh, remove the solar panel from the top of the umbrella and store the panel out of the sun away from combustible material and do not charge the panel with an AC adapter. He reported 32,702 units of the affected product were sold in Canada, and 222,303 were sold in the United States. That is a numbers thing. That's vastly more uh, than they sold in Canada. Oh, for sure. It also feels like, all right, well, can't you just take the, the... the LED parts off and the battery part, and still use it as I don't know an umbrella. Doesn't well, that, that part still work? It's well, that's like, what they're that's what they're saying. They're saying take no. The, they're saying store it like store the panel out of the sun. Yeah, the panel. From, like, they're saying take it off the umbrella, so the umbrella should oh, the stay. Panel. I'm sorry, you're right. Store the panel out of the sun away from. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking I misread that as store the umbrella out of the sun. It's like, well, great. It's like uh, <laughs> don't use though that escalator. It's not working. Yeah, basically you're just going back to a caveman umbrella and just not using any fancy yeah. features. So exactly, you're yes. doing it like the Neanderthals had to use, or sorry, oh, Neanderthal. Man. Is it tall or thal? Because yeah, we I said think it is Neanderthal. Yeah, we used to say yeah. thal growing up, and it's hard to get me to change. It, same here. Yep. 
Neanderthal. That's Neanderthal. what we said. That's what and we then said. there's Neander Short. Neander Short. Neander Heat Up. All right. Let's move on to this. <laughs> a breastfeeding mom. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with those. Those are great. I've got nothing to say at that part so no. far. So far, so good. Fights off a bald eagle to save her pet goose. Oh. Yeah. Did she use a frying pan? Because that would be great. No, was, that would be consistent, wouldn't it, okay. with the recent yeah. stories here on the show? Um, but no, this is uh, Kate Oakley breastfeeding her daughter Willow. Little tiny looking thing, looked like uh, Wicket from uh, the uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> right. Uh, she heard her pet goose Frankie squawking at the front of the house. That's what geese do. So anyway, whatever. Oakley could tell that there was something wrong, so she peered outside and saw that an eagle was circling her beloved pet uh, goose. She rushed outside half naked with Willow at her breast. Mm. Uh, and the drama heightened as the bird uh, of prey grabbed Frankie, who furiously flapped her wings to try to break free of the grasp of the, uh, of the oh eagle. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is gnarly. Uh, went to the front door with Willow latched on me, just thinking, I'll take a peek out the window. And that's when that split second, or this, in that split second, the eagle came down and was at my front door. So I threw open the door. There was nowhere to put Willow down at that point. Oakley, 29, of North Sandwich. Sorry, Sanich. Sanich, British Columbia. Sandwich. Yeah. Looked like sandwich at first glance. It does look like sandwich. Maybe you're hungry. Made me hungry, dude. Might have to go to... Oh, I want to go to Firehouse today. That's what I want. Oh, don't say it. Oh. Brian, a hot sandwich from Firehouse. What is wrong with that idea? Nothing. Nothing at all wrong, except how many carbs is in that. Uh, all that bread and melted cheese and deliciousness and mayonnaise and mustard. and The caloric intake is going to be rough. If I rode my bike over there, because Tina has my car right now, so if I rode my bike over there, mm. there'd be a few calories uh, taken off. Oh, little report. Speaking of cars and people using cars and stuff, you know, I told you yeah. yesterday about Kim's weird battery problem. Yeah. She took it to the dealer. The yep. dealer charged her less than half of what the big O was going to charge and knew what they were doing. Like, we were worried that if you oh, go cool. to, we were going to get it cheaper at big O or somewhere else. Right. Usually the dealership is way higher than, than, yeah. although big O, you know, I think of like the little mom and pop repair places. Uh, just hard to find one that you trust, you know? It really is. Yeah. Finding one that's like, all right, this is, this is a place I feel like I can go to. We do have one of those. Um, Tina's car might be having battery issues, but I did a search online. It looks like what's, what it's doing is, yeah, just replace the battery. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it got swapped. Everything's good. We paid way less. We are all because Big O was like it's going to cost you about three hundred fifty, but wow. uh, we don't really know for sure what we're doing. So we actually recommend you check the dealer out. We check the dealer out, and they're like, "Yeah, it's hundred for parts and labor." Oh, nice. Well, then here yeah. you go. And then she brought a big bag of cookies and fruit or something to the <laughs> to the guy in the back who did it. Of course she did. Yeah. And it's like she just must like carry that stuff around. Like, oh, let's see. Uh, have you got your choice of a casserole, <laughs> um, a tray full of uh, Rice Krispie treats, yeah. or uh, the, the blueberry muffins? Yeah. What would you like? Yeah. <laughs> or a puppy. I have a puppy now. Would you like a puppy? Exactly. We don't actually. Somebody in front of them in line at the bank. She's like, oh, well, here, here's lasagna. Yeah. Have some lasagna. She's weird that way. She's always prepped for it. She gave the nicest tip at a Del Taco the other day. <laughs> Well, you know, if you don't tip at Del Taco, then you don't get the... I don't know. Like, the these guys were... fried ho-hos or whatever they are. She just says, she always says, I'm like, well, that was a rich tip. And she goes, I just have... My, my gut tells me I, sometimes I need to do... Like, a, specifically, wow. this guy needed that tip. I don't know why. I just go with my gut. 
She's not claiming to be some kind of, you know, uh, extraterrestrial freaking mind reader or anything, but she is pretty, she has good instincts for when people need a little extra something. And I'm like, all right, sounds good to me. That's 10 bucks I'll never see again. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, look at this here. We got this here. Oh, yeah. So she, oh, she successfully fought off this bird is the important thing. I would hope so. You know, and this is British Columbia. They hate bald eagles up there. They hate anything American. So no wonder she's like fighting off a a bald eagle. If this happened in the U.S., they'd be like, sorry, bald eagle, take my goose. Take your nationalistic. Take my baby, take whatever. You're a bald eagle. You get it all. You know, he always think of those birds. I think of eagles going like, or whatever, yeah, like that, the big uh, thing. that high pitched, yeah, that they always show in, like in, in westerns, they show it circling or they show it flying overhead, and you hear that same. Yeah, noise. but yeah. what I found out the other day is they mostly click. They don't, but they barely ever do that sound. It's almost always just like this weird little click, 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 click thing they do with their beaks, and right. they don't, they hardly ever caw. What does that tell you? By the way, Sam Jane had to had to jump in and defend Canada, saying, "Dude, that just isn't true." <laughs> she she's taking issue with the fact that I said uh, Canadians hate everything, uh, anything American, and yeah. hate bald eagles. And uh, I think Brian was kidding. Is what I was. That was my that's, take. That's, that's, uh, that's how we get our comedy trophies. Yeah, we got our comedy uh, trophies. Look, they're back there. There's a couple of them right back there, saying saying in carved out glass that we were the best comedy podcast that's of a right. couple of those years. Thanks, Todd Cochran. Yeah, thanks, legacy podcasters. Oh, no, I skipped yeah, three flames ahead and gave everybody the I'll answers. the labor of love this year, uh, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Rest his soul. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. That's it for this okay. morning's news. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. We got a little tech to talk about this morning. That'll be good. We got recommendals after that. Who knows he'll be here for that? That might be everybody. It might be just some of us. I don't know. I'm uh, no longer committing to anything until I know. Um, but uh, it might have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might happen. But we don't know until Brian plays this damn song. So what do you got there? Well, you might have heard of uh, of, of uh, an actor by the name of uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, and yeah, you familiar. might have also heard of a uh, an actress by the name of Demi Moore. Well, those two made a baby and they called her, called her Scout LaRue Willis. And uh, fortunately, she doesn't have her dad's singing talent, so she has a brand new album. (laughs) Um, She's actually uh, got a self-titled debut album that came out last week, and it's really good. She's got kind of like a a deeper Adele uh, voice that I really, really like. Kind of a a Patsy Cline folk kind of sound to her. Well, why don't I stop talking about her so that you can hear her? Uh, Her brand new album is called Listen Here. It's uh, Scout LaRue Willis. Here's the first song from that album. It's called Woman at Best. Soft, supple sadness Wanting and willowy you Whisper madly But not like I wanted you to What is the problem? Solutions abound Don't try and solve them You'd rather just mess me around I'm a woman at best You do not make me weak Won't fall to my knees Call your name in my sleep Lost in the moment Avoiding the truth And blue condescension Is painting the room Invisible ladder I wanna get high I still 
In America, they say that if you're not ready to do the time, don't commit the crime. But in Iceland, we just say, uh, don't do the crime. Because nothing rhymes with Kleiber. Greetings, Earth Lady. May I interest you in some guacamole? This is the morning stream. And we're back. Hey, remind me, uh, uh, come out to L.A. and have a few laughs. Who who was that? <laughs> that was uh, Scout LaRue Willis from her brand new album, Listen Here. That is a song called Woman at Best. Very, very nice. Yeah, I guess I take that back. The album is released by Listen Here. It is her self-titled debut album. So guess what? The album also called Scout LaRue Willis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Self-titled yeah. album. Then. Self-titled means it's titled after herself yeah that's what the kids call it self-titled that's right all right what's this that's what the rumor says that's what the rumor says with the computer as with any tool the concept and direction must come from the man isn't one of their kids named rumor yes that's that's the the joke joke, right okay just making sure i heard the joke right uh Uh, hey look who it is he just wandered in it's old tom merritt and i say old because he had a a birthday yesterday happy birthday tom merritt well done how was your birthday? Hey, thanks. You know, it wasn't my fault. Oh. Uh, don't give me credit. Blame I, your mother. I just didn't die. <laughs> no, you didn't. And I'm glad to hear that. But uh, how me was too. how was your birthday? Did you celebrate in true L.A. style by, I don't know, going to 
go into the big Hollywood sign and I don't know what <laughs> yeah, you do. What do you yeah, do? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if it was true LA style, uh, but I, I celebrated by uh, going to my favorite local Korean joint, mm-hmm. getting some Dwinjang mm-hmm. and mandu, and uh, then uh, heading home and uh, having some cherry pie and a glass of wine. That's fantastic. Wow, that sounds awesome. Man. Uh, yeah, Jeez. it's pretty especially, great. Especially that pie bit. That's a, that's a Tomism right there, some pie. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, from I, the old Twin Peaks lover in you. I uh, cherry pie. A, a little late for the, the you know hot coffee, but uh, <laughs> sure. I did that this, in the morning, so sure, it, sure. it was all there. Well, well done. Um, I'm glad that you're here, uh, one year older and wiser, and uh, one day more tech savvy because I'm sure something's going on in technology today that you're already all over. So, so what is it, and why should we care? Even though oh we, we well, yeah. There's a, there's a ton of stuff going on, uh, and I'm not even sure what Sarah's going to line up for us uh, this afternoon on the show. But I did want to point out that yesterday on the show, uh, we had a couple of good segments that people should check out. One, uh, Sarah Lamar and I broke down privacy technology protection. Uh, so ways to use technology to stop your location from being tracked, stop your medical data from falling into the hands of someone you don't want. Uh, being able to to keep your your data private, uh, you know, turning off uh, certain location tracking, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so if those are of, of interest to you, of concern, which they might be for multiple reasons, uh, then uh, definitely listen to that show or check out my Substack because I wrote it up there as well at techtom.substack.com. Uh, on the lighter side of things, though, uh, Lamar and I reported back from our trip to the Whole Foods store with no cashiers. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! You guys went. To, uh, this you guys went together, had a little day date, and went and did that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we had a little grocery date. Uh, <laughs> it was it was super fun. Uh, so I, I have to say. It was it worked disconcertingly well. Uh, we, we go into details on the show, of course, but you you do scan something to walk in. Uh, we we scanned our, our Amazon apps. They give you a little QR code. You scan it. Yeah. Uh, you could also just use the same credit card you use on your Amazon account. Apparently, you wouldn't even have to pull out your phone. Uh, you, if you want, you can sign up for their whole palm recognition thing and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it's Whole Foods, they know there's some folks who are like not comfortable with any of that. So you can just walk in and then do self-checkout. Mm-hmm. But then you can't do the just walk out thing. You actually have to go to the self-checkout thing and, right. and scan it all like you would at a, at a normal grocery store. Uh, but we did we did the just walk out. And, uh, you know, I was putting oranges in a bag and pulling stuff off the shelf and then putting it back. And uh, you have to show your ID if you want to get any booze. So there's a separate section. That was, that was a little awkward. We have to talk to a person. Sure. Uh, but then once you're in there, you just pull whatever you want off the shelf. Um, they had the hot bar there. Uh, the weird thing about the hot bar, though, uh, you don't pay by weight anymore. You pay by carton size. Oh, oh, okay. So, as Lamar pointed out, when I put one roasted sweet potato in a bucket, he's like, "What are you doing? Fill that thing up. You're paying <laughs> the same amount. It's as much as you can fit in this carton." Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, two, two things. But, but then, oh, when ahead. you walk out. Unlike the Amazon Go convenience stores, you don't just walk out. Uh, Amazon Go convenience stores, once you're scanned in, you, you you don't have to scan on the way out. With the Whole Foods store, I guess because it's bigger, uh, you do have to scan again on the way out the same way you scanned on the way in. But then that was it. Uh, and, and that was the part I found most disconcerting was there was no beep, other than to say your scan was thing and the, sure. the little gate open. But there was no beep saying, yes, we've confirmed all your charges. You didn't get to see your receipt yet. You're like, I hope you 
charged me correctly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't get my receipt until four hours later. Oh, geez. That feels like yeah. something that should be immediate. Like, you open your yeah, email. Yeah, if you would find out you got overcharged for something, you you could be miles away by the time. Yeah. Right, right. Figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so I, Lamar's theory is that uh, Kelly is sitting up there in the booth looking over all the footage and, and che- double checking to make sure everything is accurate. Mm. Uh, I I wouldn't be shocked if there was something like that going on because Amazon Fresh has the uh, the carts that you scan your food as you put it in the cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like carrying self-checkout around with you. And that would occasionally throw up an error of like, hold on, I'm not sure. Did you pull something out? All that. I wouldn't be shocked if the Just Walk Out technology has little conflicts like that that somebody has to review and and then you know sign off on and, and approve. Mm. Uh, but yeah, once I got the receipt, my receipt was perfectly accurate. Everything was on there. Nothing that shouldn't be on there was on there. Uh, and Lamar even handled a return, which... You, you may be thinking like, oh, what if there is something wrong? Uh, you can do that on online. So he had some cookies that were stale. And he's like, yeah, I want to return these. And they said, great, here's your money back. Just throw them away. You don't have to bring them back to the store. Oh, weird. Just throw them away. But then if I was Lamar, I'd eat them. Mm. Not, not, eat not the a, stale cookies? Yeah, I mean, that's just because I'm weird and, and bad. I'm, <laughs> I'm a poor I hate cookies throwing stale. away like, cookies. I can't possibly eat them. Seems well, like throw them away. I can't possibly throw I them can't away. can't throw them away. What a world do I live in where I throw things yeah, away? Yeah. So uh, two things strike me. One, I love Lamar. He's one of my favorite internet personality dudes. I think that's great. And going to the store with him sounds like a delightful outing. Yeah, it's super fun. You're yeah, right. he's great. Number two, um, it sounds like from this and I don't know if they're doing this nationally yet because our local um, Whole Foods I don't know if they if I can go do this or not maybe I can yeah it's just two stores so far oh, there's okay. one in Glover Park in DC uh, Washington DC and the other one's uh, here in the Sherman Oaks neighborhood so this is the goal here I assume is to do exactly what you guys did experience this have you been asked for feedback or anything so that you can say well yeah it was a little weird that we didn't have any kind of confirmation that everything was good or my my receipt right, came right. late or whatever do you think you're you're going to get tapped you for know, any of that info or i only looked at the prices and everything on the receipt there might have been something on the receipt that said like if you'd like to you know let us know about your experience uh so yeah i'm, I'm guessing they are collecting that kind of thing because the reason i ask is even if it's like some of it's performative it, it i could see them doing some more processes that just make fe- people feel better about this new experience sure so and, the, and these yeah. two stores are really a test run uh, of of this, mm-hmm. uh, both for them adding it to other Whole Foods stores, but also uh, for showing it to other prospective clients. Because what Amazon wants to do is what they did with AWS. They want to make a platform that mm-hmm. they can sell to all kinds of stores. Yeah, I'm all for this, by the way. I think this is mm-hmm. great. Some yeah. people are like, oh, it's like a dystopic whatever. No, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I want to walk out. I don't want to talk yeah. to you. I don't want to have you scan my yeah. stuff. I just less want to do interaction, it. the better. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. So, so a lot of times the the objections I hear are are that uh, it's dystopian with all those cameras, and granted, a lot more cameras and sensors uh, than than you would have in a normal store. But you don't think they're watching you at a normal store with video yeah. cameras? That uh, they are yeah, uh, constantly. Uh, so, I'm not sure that I feel like it's that much different, to be honest. Uh, and the other one is like, oh, it's going to take away people's jobs. From what I can tell, they had plenty of people in there 
uh, there were like three people at the door to help people as you came in, you know, in case people, oh, is it your first time? Do you know what you're doing? Uh, there was obviously the person who had to check IDs to get into the alcohol section. There were people at, at the uh, hot bar. If you wanted to get like a slice of pizza or something, you could go up to that section and, and ask for things that were extra fresh. The butcher shop was still the same. I actually got some chicken wings. Yeah, talked to the guy there at the butcher shop. So... There were lots of folks, and there were also people manning the exits uh, in case you had a problem on exit, and also to assist people who are doing the the self checkout who didn't want to do the just walk out. Yeah, well, you know, opinions may differ, but I'll tell you what. Yep. The day will come where I can walk in, grab my stuff, walk out, and not even think about it, and we're all going to be used to it, and we'll do it. It'll be fun. except for the scanning the phone yeah. on the way in, which I guess if I did the palm thing would be even faster. Yeah. I mean, it really was just shopping. Like I was just throwing stuff. Few few little quirks here and there. Like you know, the bananas were only in bundles of six. I guess the technology doesn't allow for oh. pulling bananas off. Yeah. I didn't try it either because they had yeah. them pretty nicely wrapped. Oh, I'm like okay, the obviously they gone off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flashing lights. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. You would have been a cleanup on aisle five, Tom. You don't want that. You don't want that. To I should have asked. I should have been like, hey, if I just want five, is that possible? Or yeah, but I didn't. Well. um, it's interesting. I'm glad that you got the on the ground experience, and um, I'm looking forward to our. Yeah. We call it dystopic if you want, but I'm excited for this kind of convenience. I think it sounds great. It really was nice to yeah. just be able to like. And here's the other thing: Lamar did this. I did not. They they say just put it in the bags as you go. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust that, and so I get to the end, and I'm like, oh, I guess there really isn't anything. No one's questioning me, so I had to bag all my <laughs> no, stuff right before that, I exited. Oh. Yeah, now all that extra time now to bag your stuff. Yes. <laughs> but the next. Next time, I will. I'll just be bagging stuff, you know, as, as I walk through, and, yeah. and that'll be extra fast. And what tell what tells me the future will always have a human component is this: we've been doing self checkout now for decades, or at least a couple of decades, mm-hmm. and self checkout still has somebody there. Oh yeah, like oh your machine jammed. Oh yeah, this happened. Oh, it's because your apples are on sale. Let me fix that for you. Like there's always, and they always want to check your bag as you walk away from there. Like the yep. the human component stays. I think this will, you're never going to walk in and it's going to be a bunch of robots going, good day, sir. And then you walk out. <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah. Eventually, the human component will, will be used for things that nobody thought you could bother paying a human to do in the past. Like, well, we couldn't possibly do that. That's too, you know, we, we have to have humans do all these other things. That is generally what automation has led to in the past, which right. is, we, you know, we, we obviously can't just, you know, ha- have people uh, sitting around p- managing projects. The, we, we have to have people uh, c- computing all of the stuff. And like, then you got computers and you had, you had freedom to, to make more, more positions for other things. Yeah, there was just, there was a lesson in, I know I bring it up a lot, but it always works for me. The Lotus One Two Three slash Excel world coming, and everyone afraid it was going to decimate the jobs in the accounting industry, and the yeah. opposite happened. It just it did nothing but create more jobs. Like yeah. automation sometimes means, oh, the long tedious thing we had to wait for Grandpa to do for six days now can be done in three seconds. So right. now we can do all this other stuff on top of it, and for good or for ill, you know, people got more jobs. So I'm I'm not saying that you know suddenly there'll be a boom in grocery store hiring, but There'll be people there. It'll always happen. Heart beating yep. hearts, sweating uh, pores, 
the hairy people, you know, it'll be there. Right. Smelly, sweaty people. Smelly, sweaty people with beating hearts. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. Tom Merritt, speaking of beating hearts, there'll be a bunch of those beating at the same time today at 2 o'clock Mountain Time when we do an episode of the Daily Tech News Show. I'm on uh, Wednesdays, and I can't wait. And I'm glad Lamar held me a seat, because that's fantastic. Uh, anything uh, else going on today with that, or anything else you want to mention before you go? I have a new podcast. Oh, what? Oh, I may even know about this, but I didn't know it had launched. Is it out now? Or- it, 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 uh, the, the subscription is available. You can go uh, sign up in, in the podcast app of your choice. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple, uh, which means it's also on Pocket Cast and Overcast and, uh, and a bunch of other services. Uh, it's called A Word with Tom Merritt. Uh, you can find it at awordpodcast.com. And it is me sitting down with interesting folks and talking about how they think about stuff because we have so many shows out there that are like tell me what to think including daily tech news show uh which we we actually try not to tell you what to think but we try to explain things right mm-hmm. to help you understand what's going on this show will not be that this will be like all right how do we sift through all this information out there how do we think about the world uh so we've got uh lamar wilson uh we'll be talking about being a creator i've got uh professor dave uh, a doctor i think dave broadbeck uh talking about um being a uh free will he's a he's a psychologist uh professor of psychology so he'll be talking about free will i've got annalee newitz on talking about categorization how we categorize ourselves uh, and uh, the first episode is coming out tomorrow with Andrew Heaton talking about tribalism. So oh, go check it nice. out. Awordpodcast.com. That's very cool. I'm excited about that. Congratulations on the launch of that thing. And everybody go uh, sign up and be ready for more of Tom Merritt in your life. Yeah, if I can land him, I, I want to get this longtime podcaster uh, to come on. Mm. And uh, I'll bet Brian Ibbett will be happy to do it. <laughs> He'll be thrilled. There may there may be some talks. The, you know, the agents are talking. Right yeah, now. There's yeah pe- let's pe- see. People uh, are having now a he hasn't responded to my latest email. He must be busy doing a show. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, you sent that email while I was podcasting, Tom. Weird. Well, Tom Merritt. <laughs> occupational hazard, right? Uh, congrats <laughs> and uh, exciting stuff ahead. We'll see you later this afternoon on the Daily Tech News Show. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. See ya. All right. <laughs> there he goes. Well, there you got it. You got a nice hint, everybody. One yeah. Brian Ibbett perhaps tapped to be on. Perhaps. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. All right. We're going to uh, get... Well, I don't know who we're getting on today. We're about to. <laughs> We've gotten all four because I've been there. All four of them are in the uh, the, the chat. Like, okay, or all four of us. This thrills me to hear this. I don't have yeah, a clip for. Thrills me uh, to Nicole, no Nicole. end. Or maybe yes. I do. Uh, nope. I don't. Um, oh my gosh! Look oh. at look at this. Well, wait, let me play this first. Where the hell is it? Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. One Nicole Spagnolo who is on the phone right now. We can't believe it. It's happening. Oh my gosh, Nicole. Hello. Can you hear? Oh, good. Oh, you got oh, tech problems. This. this is the part I've missed the yeah, most. Yeah, I missed this. Mark, Mark What's probably effed something up. Hi, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear you us? Can, but you're definitely, I don't think you're on. Well, I don't know if you're on the mic. Oh, you you on might have it all speaker. packed up. I'm on a speaker mic because Mark okay. has packed everything. That's so. what I was guessing. Is yeah, that, yeah I was, everything has been packed up. I, yeah. I had a feeling. Uh, also, Do I sound okay? yeah, you sound fine. Yes. Can you hear us? Is the question. Can you hear us? Okay. I can hear you. Yeah, okay, fantastic. You. It's great to have you back. Uh, the, I hope those kids didn't completely drain you of all life when it came to school and everything. And I just... have gray hair now. 
<laughs> I am not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that comes naturally, but yeah, maybe it accelerated over there at the school. I know you worked really hard while you were there. So, it was, you know. It was, it was weird. I'll yeah, bet. It was a weird and wild experience. Weird, wild stuff. Speaking of weird and wild, Randy Jordan joining <laughs> us as always. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How are you doing? I'm Fine. good. Thanks for asking, yeah. I uh, I come bearing information. Oh, I want to I want to oh. I want to give you just a little bit of backstory in case. I mean, you guys know this, but I, I want everyone to know this. Um, so as you know, I spent all my years in higher education studying biology and chemistry. Yeah. And then uh, when I got out of college, I worked as a chemist for a couple of years, and being a bench chemist uh, ruined my soul. Mm. So I went into a career in communications, which I've had ever since, yeah. because uh, I love biology and chemistry but there wasn't a place for me in that world, in that field. And uh, nonetheless, I've always maintained this thing where like, if I see anything uh, questionable, like uh, on the news or whatever that has to do with biology and chemistry, I always go research it. And I love, I love like looking at uh, Google scholar and stuff to, you know, find out what the hell is going on. So I come, I come today to answer your questions. I have two answers for you about monkeypox. Oh, go number one, number one, uh, monkeypox is not a problem, and and it's probably not <laughs> going to be a problem because it's really hard to spread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we knew this. Just, I think we knew just, that though yes. from uh, Bob, Bob. Bobby gave us at least yeah. that much back in the yes. day. Bobby did. Bobby did do a science segment on monkeypox. Yeah. So okay. Good. Yeah. You, you, but yes. you need to know. You've got to go wrestle with someone to get this disease. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't just you know spread like a lot of other viruses. What if I you have, have to cat, wrestle with a monkey? Yeah, you have to wrestle with them. No, it's casual sex with a monkey. Casual sex with a monkey in a public place, Brian. That's how you get it. Okay, all right, that I can do. Yeah, number no number two, and and, and and you may already know this, but it needs to be known. There is a freaking vaccine, and it is a solid vaccine. It's called the Gynios vaccine. This thing was developed uh, recently. It was approved only three years ago. Um, there's a whole new generation of vaccines being developed right because of mrna technology sure sure and this vaccine um was designed to treat uh to prevent both monkeypox and smallpox they're both they're part of the same genus is it, a movie? it is it is <laughs> it probably is a movie <laughs> what are we talking i just, about I just want you to know we've really changed we have a lot of front-loaded information. Yeah, front-loaded. Brought this up earlier in the morning stream, yeah. and then said we're gonna. We're. I guess we'll talk about this some other time. I want you to know, it's it's, it's everything's okay. It's all good. It's not yeah. not to be worried about. Yeah, don't look up pictures of it though. If you're trying not to panic, okay? Because well, and, and, or smallpox or measles or any number of things like they're they're yeah. terrible, terrible. Any of the pox. My only stand. My only stance on the pox thing was, at least monkeypox. You see somebody. And you go, ah, I don't want that. And then you wear your mask. I wish COVID had an outward sign. It doesn't, but I wish it. Not, not that I want it to be worse than it is, but just something on a person. So it's like, oh, they've got COVID. I think we'd feel right, very different right. about masks just if we could little, see it. Uh, a little warning, a little heads up. A little yeah. something, yeah. Um, all right, let's get to our recommendals today. Uh, it's really great having Nicole back. I, I, I know you're in various states of trying to get moved and set up and all that yeah, other I stuff. Yeah, I can't believe how long it's taken to get. Like, school ended in May. Yeah, I was oh. going to say. <laughs> but you guys have been swamped. I mean, now that there's a house now, right? It's happening. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If you're not familiar, we're moving to Missouri from Colorado to, uh, tomorrow night is our last night here we'll see brian and tina tonight yay that's so nice Um, i'm so happy about that i'm jealous about it we're expanding the business yeah we're expanding the business in missouri and uh it's scary and exciting and sad and 
all the things. Yeah. So. Now you're going to have to import your weed. Just kidding. That's a joke. Um. <laughs> well, they, they do have their medical is um, passed. Oh, they got medical, do they? That's awesome. Not that I smoke weed. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But that's usually a step toward legalization anyway. Everybody, yes. uh, once they go, they go medical. They, medical, because there is a lot of medical benefits. But that's oh, another yeah. segment. Yeah, no, I did. there was there was uh, Friday night benefits for me in Vegas while I was there. Anyway, hey, uh, let's get to these uh, <laughs> these recommendals. What hasn't changed is that we like to recommend stuff. We're going to start with Brian, like we always do. Uh, the order today will be a little bit different. We're going to go with Brian first, uh, then me, then Nicole, then Randy, and uh, between us and you at home, you're going to find a whole bunch of shit to watch. All right, so that's how oh, this is going to work. I've got to change yeah. everything around in Quick TMS. No, oh. just kidding. Kidding. Stop cussing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, oh right. you missed yes. that, did uh, you? <laughs> I've been doing plenty of it. Oh, don't worry. I'll get you a mouthful today. All right, Brian, what do you got? What'd you bring? <laughs> sure. Uh, mine is a series, a comedy series, and oh. uh, it is full of awkward moments like the one you're about to hear. All right, here we go. What are you selling me? Okay, I got it. All right. Um, well, I hail from Cleveland, the birthplace of rock and roll. <laughs> and if you're looking for, you know, a really good friend who um, also is very professional, honestly, and um, loves her job. You know, she's, she's, a working, uh, she's a working girl and whatever. Then you should just call, call me up because I love, I love working and I love, I love to party within reason. And so, yeah, you know who to call for, woo, a, a friend and coworker of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, honey, you're going to be selling to millions of people. And if they're going to buy from you, they're going to need to know who you are. This isn't a f***ing sunglass hut. Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't know what this is, but I love it already. What is this? (laughs) Yeah, this is called I Love That For You. And uh, yeah, I, I, I actually saved you that that yeah thing, Scott. It's oh, in the I same folder. It, yeah. if you want to- I got it right here. You guys want to hear it by itself? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, by is the way? That is Vanessa um, Bayer. Yeah, okay. Vanessa Bayer or Breyer, yeah. sure. Uh, that's the other thing I've missed about this segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mispronunciation right and spellings. Off the, right Let's off do it. that. Yep. Uh, Vanessa Bayer, who is, uh, as you know, from Saturday Night Live, people probably remember her as uh, she would do the little Jewish boy on uh, Weekend Update. She does a great Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is amazing. Yeah. uh, Near the end of her tenure on SNL, she did this weather uh, weather, uh, reporter for the news, which was the same kind of weird, awkward character that she plays in this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, She plays a woman who, as a child had leukemia, but had always dreamed of working for uh, a home shopping network style thing. SVN is the fictional one in this. And she really idolized uh, Jackie Stilton, who was played by Molly Shannon, another SNL alumni. Yeah. Uh, she finally gets her chance to audition for this uh, shopping network and gets to meet her idol. Um but they don't immediately take to her, as you can kind of hear in that clip I played, until she reveals her uh, cancer diagnosis, which is long past, yet she decides she's going to make it current. And that's the, that's the story. Basically, her telling them that she has cancer is the uh, story of I Love That For You. So very awkward, uh, hilarious comedy. It's also got um, 
let's see, Jennifer Lewis, who you heard in that clip, uh, talking about the effing sunglass hut. She, you know her from Blackish. She's the mom mm. who lives with oh, the family on that show. I love show. her. She's great. She's great, and she plays the CEO of this home shopping network. Uh, Isn't that the one uh, you always do with Tina's voice? I want to watch Blackish. Let's watch Blackish. <laughs> Um, not a lot of other people that you recognize except Jason Schwartzman makes an appearance, uh, not a regular, but, but, um, just pops in a couple times, Paul James, Adian Mieri. Um, this is on Showtime. And, uh, so, uh, you know, if you've got your Paramount plus, you can tack on Showtime for free. If you're already paying to watch Star Trek, you can, uh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Look for, look for the, look for the double deal. You might have to cancel your Paramount and relaunch oh, it with Showtime, but uh, well, we are going to a place that has no internet. 1.5 downloads. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, that's, that seems like it's good for people whose entire career is on the internet. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Guess, as long as you're not going to a place that doesn't have wood, I guess you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. It'll all work out. I'm guessing he's going to what run. He'll probably run something special to the shop or do something. I'm sure. The shop has fiber. Yeah. Our house oh. has 1.5 down. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it'll just oh, be recommendals. It'll my be slow and choppy. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. All right. Well, so luck. my understanding oh, is that I Love That For You was co-created by Vanessa Bear and Jeremy Baylor. Jeremy That's Baylor correct. being a longtime writer of uh, Saturday Night Live. Basically, he, he was a writer at Saturday Night Live for the entire time Vanessa Bear was Oh uh, really? Saturday okay. Night Live. Didn't realize. Uh, didn't realize that. Uh-huh. And so cool. I just like I, I just like my my first thought was: Is this like just a, a kind of a gross comedy? Is it a dramedy? What like? It's a it's an awkward dark comedy. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, but not man. I mean, as you know, it, just from the subject matter of somebody pretending they have uh, cancer, there's. It's not quite as dark as something like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Maybe kind of along the lines of um, uh, that Nick uh, Kroll thing, the um, uh, Children's Hospital. Was that what it was called? The one on Comedy Central that was... I don't remember that. Um, that was Adult Swim. Was that Adult Swim? Might have been. Hmm. Yeah, maybe even a little... Uh, yeah, little... Well, not quite as, as constant jokes as Big Mouth, but um, uh, but... Not, you know, certainly not as wholesome as Abbott Elementary, but not as dark as It's Always Sunny. So there's kind but of like a, that middle It is a ground. comedy. It is a comedy. Yep, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. It yeah. sounds like one. Uh, I do you recommend Abbott Elementary because that is I did. an amazing I did. Yeah, Brian, Brian recommended oh, it. We watched it. We binged it between the, the week you mentioned it and the very next uh-huh. episode. And gosh dang it, we loved it. And some yeah. people do did not like Such it. They bounced. But... Oh, I'm so glad you watched it. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. It was awesome. It scratches that uh, super story itch for me. Yeah. Which, uh, it was very, very good. makes sense because the same showrunner. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that you just brought up Superstore because just this morning I was reading this Reddit thread about what, like, the question was, like, what show did you start out loving and end up hating? And Superstore was. Oh, in really? There. And, like, people oh. were talking about how they. Uh, you know, ended up like it failed for them and they stopped watching it or some point. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who are you people? Yeah. It's, I think it's it, like very consistent show. It, is. Yeah. it totally is. Yeah. I like so it if a you lot. like that Mark McKinnon character, uh, the awkwardness of his character, then you'll like this, uh, the Vanessa Bayer character from, uh, from the show. So this reminds me this, like getting an SNL writer and an SNL performer doing stuff after they both left SNL reminds me of like Adam McKay and Will Ferrell or something where they like go off. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's funny because, um, Unlike other things like Keenan, which I tried to watch and just couldn't get into, 
Um, there have been a couple of these other ones where former or current SNL people have done uh, spinoff shows, and they've all been produced by Lorne Michaels. This one surprisingly isn't. <laughs> like it's uh, it's co-produced by Jeremy Baylor and Vanessa uh, Bayer, hmm. um, and uh, actually by, by Michael Showalter, who we do know from. Uh, um, the state and uh, hot American, wet hot American summer. Oh, I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, he makes me laugh so, every time he does anything. Yeah, yeah but no, but no, uh, uh, no. Lauren Michaels involvement on this one, like you usually see it with former SNL. No, Lauren, Lauren is old now. Yeah, I he's actually an old like. The, I'm starting to see discussions about who's going to replace Lauren. Like he could retire at any time. Oh wow! And that's a, that's a fascinating little discussion. Like, imagine a show going fifty years, and then you're like, you're Tina Fey, and they make you the executive producer of the thing. And you're like, geez, the pressure. Well, he's yeah, in his seventies. So It'll probably be Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete, Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't let Pete Davidson uh, run SNL. That's a terrible idea. Don't do it. I'll, I'll take that bet. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. All right. Well, that sounds awesome. Remind us the name yeah. one more time. It's, it's a little called, bit hard to remember. Uh, I love that for you, and it's on Showtime. All right. Very nice. Here is my pick for the week. It's a documentary. I even hinted at it last week, and I ended up watching it. Uh, speaking of Paramount Plus, uh, that's where I found it. Here you go. Then I said, we've got to lower the price of Genesis. We wanted to make it very competitive against Nintendo. And I wanted us to take on Mario. And so I wanted our best character to be included with the hardware. Nakayama's face turned very white. And he said, what? Crazy? Okay, so that is a clip from a documentary (laughs) called Console Wars. And uh, it is all about the Nintendo Sega uh, showdown of the 90s. And those two companies sort of jockeying for leadership positions in video games and Sega kind of coming up from the bottom and at one point exceeding the sales of of uh, the Super Nintendo when the Genesis was at its height. And then they kind of get a little bit into the later sort of continuing growth of Nintendo and the fall of Sega, um, which, you know, now they're a very successful publisher, but they don't make hardware anymore. And it's all about that time and that era uh, people's names people might remember from from the Sega versus Nintendo era, like Howard Lincoln, the CEO of Nintendo. Uh, he's part of this. All of the 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 people that were kind of the movers, the shakers, the CEOs, COOs, um, the Japanese side, the American side, all this stuff are represented, and it's great. If you loved that thing, if you were into it, if you were part of that, you know that gaming era, um, you'll know it was you know famous for being kind of the Coke and Pepsi of video games. Totally was, yeah. And how they came up with marketing and who actually came up with the term blast processing was hilarious to learn, um, which is total BS. It doesn't mean anything. And <laughs> really, we get the uh, the origin of, of blast processing. Oh yeah, yeah. And they and they <laughs> really, and they go really deep into how the marketing that they chose to do for Genesis and for Sega in general really did make the difference with older players uh, that really pushed Sega to a leadership position at one point. But then they get kind of into well. Sega in America, Sega of Japan, Sega of America could never get on the same page for anything. They were just like the, they were their worst own enemies. Mm -hmm. And this gets into that and why that probably alone, the lack of cohesion between the East and the West was why Sega really lost their, their tread. And whereas Nintendo had a really solid kind of vision across, um, across regions. So anyway, it's very, very good. It's on Paramount Plus. I really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. It's called Console Wars, and it was enough for me to resub to Paramount Plus. 
uh, to go nice. check it out. So there you go. Wow, you really spent the big money. I, I did the full five bucks <laughs> for my first month. Yeah, it's real expensive stuff. I also got Shutter this month for reasons I'll talk about on FilmSack. Anyway, uh, just one oh, one wow. quick question: um, Was this mostly archive stuff, or was there a lot of new interviews in this? Oh, almost entirely new interviews, and and then mixed with the archive stuff. So so all of everything that you're getting, um, you know, like like retrospect sort of thoughts and whatever is all coming from these same people, but now. So like Howard Lincoln's probably pushing 80. Um, and he's, he's, he's sharp as a wit still, or sharp as a tack, still talking about all the stuff that happened and remembers everything. Like you're getting all firsthand from, from people who were there, um, that, that are still alive, I suppose. Um, and then lots of archival footage as well. So it's a, it's a great mix of that sort of stuff and, and not sensationalistic. It's really just documentary style, telling of the era and the time and what you know what motivated these business people to do what they did and what gaming was like then like the idea of releasing people don't realize this but sonic tuesday which was famously the day they decided to put sonic 2 out mm. um they did it everywhere across regions so europe japan and americas all everybody got it at the same time that was unheard of back then nobody did that everything was staggered releases were never the same day these days it's normal Totally normal, especially digital. It's just like, boom, it's done. But what you, the hoops you had to jump through, like retail and just making it work back then logistically, total nightmare. So just learning about that and how it used to be versus how it is now, fascinating. Loved it. Couldn't get enough. So go check it out. That's Console Wars on Paramount+. Plus. All right, Nicole, I don't have a clip for you, but you probably have a link or something. Oh, she put it in the recommendals planning Discord. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> It's just the trailer. It, it won't oh. give it away. All right, here we Let's go. I'm gonna that. I'm gonna play part of this here trailer, everybody. Check it out. Wait a minute. Here we go. Really, really cool thing that only nerdy people were ever gonna be into. 3D printers are on that same kind of arc. We're out to fuel the next industrial revolution by putting the power to manufacture things in your hands. 3D printing has the potential to revolutionize the way we make almost everything. Some of the developments that come from the 3D printer might put the first person to create that device on the pedestal of major social innovator. Every day I get inspired by people who have MakerBots and are doing amazing things. All right. Tell us more because this looks great. Didn't we talk? I thought we talked about this forever ago. It's been that long that Nicole's been wanting to talk about this. That must be it. Yeah. Because I think you recommended it, didn't you, Brian? Uh-uh, I don't think I did. No, because I haven't seen it. I oh, I know who did. That- oh. It was Bill. Bill Duran talked about it years ago. Oh. That's what it is. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. What's interesting is this is this was made in 2014. So yeah. the documentary, it's on Netflix. It's called Print the Legend. Um, I couldn't show this to my students because it, it gets into some – I mean, I get – they could printing have watched dildos or something. Yeah, they're printing wieners. Well, because it's TV fourteen, uh, I found out you can't oh. show anything but G movies to kids in school unless they're older. Like you can do a PG or um, like a PG movie, but you have to get their parents' permission. So I had to do indoor recess a lot, so I learned all these little things. <laughs> so I could not, I could not show this to them. Um, but I did tell them about it. Uh, it is interesting to me how much time has passed and 
like things are kind of still in the same place. There's still some really cool stuff. Um, Prusa, which is my favorite manufacturer of printers, isn't even mentioned in this, but I they've kind of taken, I feel like, the whole printing industry kind of by storm. For sure, and, the affordable print industry at least. And they yeah. just work. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of hate MakerBot because <laughs> they have cornered the education market and they make really mm. terrible printers. And mm. half the time... These, you know, these brand new teachers that are getting into 3D printing, they're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, it's not you, it's the printer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's 20% up and 80% down most of the time for them. I'm sure somebody will tell me otherwise, because they have such a large line of printers. But the ones I, you know, from the teachers I've talked with, MakerBot was, I mean, they push forward the industry, they're just... They're not where I would want to buy a printer at mm. the, at this point. So do you, do you, really, did you with the kids or at school get into any of like the resin printer stuff or any of that? Sort oh of thing? no, that's too toxic. It's mm-hmm. the, the, you gotta it's, have gloves. Yeah. Breathing like it's oh, yeah. cleaners and all of that. Yeah. I, we just stuck with the additive layering. Um, I had, um, with the help of a, a fellow tadpole, um, member, we got two Prusa minis and then I did this thing where um, there was a big fad that was going around the dragon. Did you see the dragon? Oh yeah. The one, the, um, the uh, super flexible, like what is that called? Multi dragon. Articulating. Um, yeah, articulating. McGribeer, I think is his name. Uh, McGribeer, I think. Like okay. MacGruber or uh, MacGyver. <laughs> like it's a play on MacGyver and it's like McBeer or something gotcha. like that. Okay. He's from Spain and he's an amazing designer. And I actually reached out to him and I said, hey, I absolutely love your designs. I'll pay for your your print, your designs, but I really want to use these in my 3D print store as a fundraiser to help mm. um, keep this program going at the school. And he's like, yeah, sure. I made almost four thousand dollars <laughs> in these prints. That's awesome. And those I things are so to, cool. Yeah. I was able to single-handedly fund the program at the school with all the little dragons and kitty cats and dogs. Like the kids could not get enough of it. Mm. Yeah. And they're like I slinkies, mean, you know, where you pick them up and you can't put them down. You just, you know, gotta keep playing with them. Mm-hmm. So it was just amazing to me. And then with the fifth graders, I actually taught them how to design in Tinkercad. And we made fidget spinners and we made bookmarks and we did, um, you know, self-watering plant holders. Um, And it was just so much fun. And then we printed them. And so I got to expose like a ton of kids to, to thinking this way. And then we... There's actually a really good kind of the history of 3D printing on YouTube that I was able to show them. Um, and we got to see houses being built. And, like, the bio stuff is really wild. Mm. Like, the skin, 3D printing yeah. skin, stuff like that. Yeah. So, who knows the seeds I planted, but I was just really excited to do it. And if you're interested in 3D printing, I, the documentary is really good. It kind of paints uh brie in a not so good light Mm. he kind of 
Um, the, the innovators are always weirdos. It's been my experience. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of, of cutthroat going on. Yeah, with Nicole, Mark. Nicole, I just heard you say if you're interested in. What if I'm not interested in 3D printing? Is this still like a really good documentary to watch? That's a great question. Well, I think so because it gives you. It might be too much in the weeds. I mean, if you're really not interested in knowing, but I really think 3D printing eventually we're going to see it in more of the industries. The fact that you can just prototype something like have an idea, you design it, you print it like, and the market to getting a printer now is like, you got 400 bucks. You can go buy a Prusa mini or heck you could get a, Ender three pro for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. micro center. Yeah. So that's a decent, that's a really decent 3d printer too. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I mean, I meant I to watch it. Never like did. 3d printers. What were you saying? I was just saying, I never watched it. I always meant to watch this. Now I feel it's not too late. I'm not going to feel like, Oh, this tech is so old now. This is newer. You know, no. everything's new. And that's what was surprising to me that it was 2014. Mm. All of the information is still pretty relevant. Mm-hmm. They've missed the last, you know, what, eight years or so? Sure. Because things are getting so much cheaper and it's, and better. And, um, I'm curious to see where resin printing goes because that's really detailed, but yeah, the stuff Brian does, the stuff Brian does on his resin printer blows my effing mind. It's so incredible. The quality Yeah, this is the, the, um, I don't know how well you can see it, but it's a Spider-Man noir that, uh, I don't think they can see it because they're on discord, but it's, it's a beautiful i mean the, the stuff he sent me the batman bust yeah. and all that it's absolutely gorgeous that stuff yeah. can you do can you do multiple colors or only one color brian uh at a time yeah cuz i i can change the resin and do well all right so somebody figured out a way that you can actually put two colors of resin in the vat and it'll it'll kind of marbleize or it'll it'll um, if you don't mix them, then it'll kind of do two color printing, but you don't have any control of saying like, oh yeah, make the eyes green and make the hair right. uh, black or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, uh, I am yeah. fascinated with the multicolored one. I was, I'm on, I was on yeah. the wait list for the, Prusa, the Prusa XL because you can have up to five different filaments on it mm. at a time. <laughs> and wow. I was like, oh my God. Amazing. And it's absolutely huge. And I was like, all right, this is too much for me. I'm going to cancel that and just get an MK3. <laughs> well, with a with a with five, you could 3D print your own classroom full of kids. It'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, little, all right, little miniatures of them. So well, I love it. Check it out. I'm a- Available now. This uh, is streaming, of course, still on Netflix, so it'll always be there. Uh, <laughs> Randy, let's fly over to you here. Uh, I've got a clip here from you. Anything to set up before I play it? Uh, yeah. So, um, ever since like months and months and months ago, I sent you a clip that had music in it and then you got a strike on you know, YouTube. Yeah. I have, I have been only pulling clips where people are talking and there's no music. So this is, um, this is from a limited series. It's a very short series. It's brand new. It was amazing. Probably my favorite TV series of the last year. I'm not sure about that yet. Oh, wow. But, um, in this clip, which is right at the beginning of the first episode, we have a, uh, a man who is an incredibly successful chef and has moved home to take over his dead brother's restaurant and is dealing with all of the mayhem of that. And a brand new employee who is also a chef walks in and tries to get his attention. All right, here we go. Hi. Hello. Hi. I- I'm Sydney. 
I called about the soup position. I'm staging today. Right. And you said Shit, I could sorry. Today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Carmi, um, hey. here, you give me your. Uh, um, yes. Thank you. Uh, linear smoke vec. That's some serious heat. What's, uh, what's UPS? That's in Chicago or? Uh, United Parcel Service. <laughs> Shit. The one. That's the, the UPS. mail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you, what'd you do for them? Drove. Pay my way through culinary school. So. CIA? Uh, CIA, yeah. Okay, so what are you doing here? You know, this, um, this was my dad's favorite spot when I was a kid. Come here every Sunday. Special place. Good. Um, okay, so you know the drill. We, uh, you're gonna make family. It's meat plus three, and we, we eat around two. Yeah, her. Dope. Cool. What's up? Can I just, like, ask you a question, maybe? Of course, yeah. I know who you are. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I mean, you're the most excellent CDC at the most excellent restaurant in the entire United States of America. So, what are you doing here, I guess? Making sandwiches. <laughs> so this is that bear thing, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that is the bear, and it is incorrectly, and I mean incorrectly described as a comedy everywhere you find it listed it is absolutely (laughs) not a comedy what you just heard was the only joke in the entire series i made i made sure of that i'm glad that you captured that because that's been one of my big struggles kim's been watching this and it just seems intense and 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 hardcore it doesn't seem like a comedy to me at all i see some places it described as comedy other uh, places it's just described as 30 minutes of screaming yeah it is it is serious drama. Yes, there. It is very intense. Um, again, it's about a uh, a young man who arose to the level of being one of the most acclaimed chefs in the world, and then found himself moving home to Chicago to take over the restaurant uh, that his brother had been running, and his brother killed himself. And so this guy steps into a world of difficulty, like every kind of difficulty you could have in his situation. And um, it is so beautifully made. Hmm. Uh, It's by a a creator named Christopher Storer, who uh, has made some other things, um, has directed some comedy specials, has uh, he directed a show called Rami. Um, It's uh, it's so well made that I'm shocked this guy is only just now you know, coming to, coming to light as a creator, like, um, the cinematography, uh, again, the music, like I say, I had a hard time not catching music because they licensed so much music that, you know, like the very first episode ends with, um, a Pearl Jam song and it is, uh, it, it like used so perfectly. It's an, it's another one of those things like garden state where you're like, wow, they really picked the perfect song for this moment. Yeah. I'm, um, uh- I, can you tell me about like I, I saw a scene where this chef guy has one of the most realistically portrayed panic attacks I've ever seen on screen. Jeremy Allen White, yeah. uh, you you will know him as Lip from Shameless. Uh, he he has no business being this good, you guys. I I didn't know he was such a serious actor until now. He is suddenly up there, like he had just like he has just leapt into the ranks of like. Uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, like like this kind of like level of ability. Mm. Um, He embodies this character like I've never seen in a while, at least. And yes, um, he goes through all kinds of emotions and all kinds of uh, moments 
in this in this series. I I'm kind of shocked that it's eight episodes. They're only they're only like 22 minutes long each. Mm. I I'm uh, because like there's so much packed in here. It could have been more. And I I wouldn't be surprised if there's a season two, but there doesn't need to be. It's a complete story. It's a fantastic little story. Mm. Um, it's all about characters, and so like I can't really explain to you like yes it's a drama but i don't really know what to compare it to because you're gonna you're gonna meet each of these different characters that are coming in along like that woman who uh, is talking to him and trying to get a job here Mm -hmm. um and they all have their their own stories and they're all intermingling and at the same time this series is a love letter to the city of chicago Mm -hmm. i can't overstate that enough this is like someone who has been living and breathing chicago their entire lives decided i want the rest of the world world to to see this city Mm. and so it's it like the interstitials in this show never stop it's tons and tons of looking at the city of the main character standing on the shore looking at the sunrise you know with chicago behind him and and so on Mm. it's like and and it makes chicago really look like something like i you know i've been to chicago many times i know that city i've never really thought about chicago as like a place where i just want to go be Mm. and until this show like it's really that like powerful and how it's created. So the only That's consensus cool. I've seen across the board, everyone I know who's watched it and said anything to me, including this conversation we're having now and people in reviews and things, while it's, it seems to be reviewing well, all of them agree this shouldn't have a comedy label. So why does it, why is it on there? Like, is it to, is, that, think, is this for award season? Uh, Cause you'll have an easier time or something. I don't know how it works, but it just seems odd that you would call you know, it's like saying Fury Road's a romantic comedy. It's that's just it just doesn't fit. <laughs> doesn't fit. Right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I can't explain that. There are moments of comic relief, but like, I, I don't know the uh, like any series, any series like super dark. Like they have moments of comic relief, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, would you call Stranger it's Things almost, a comedy? Of, yeah, like, but it's like, like from the clips I've seen, and, and Tina watched this and loved it, and I came in a couple of times while she was watching it. The comedy isn't like, hey, we're, you know, here's a joke, here's another joke, or here's a funny response from somebody. It's, uh, wow, this this shop actually runs like this. And, oh, my God, the 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 situation that he's kind of stuck in with having to, you know, get out these hundreds of sandwiches out to this, uh, yeah. uh, this client kind of thing. But you know what I mean? Like, like Ozark has moments of comic relief, yeah. right? Yeah. And you would but never you call, call it a comedy. a comedy. Yeah. 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 So like, that's just, that's just all shows. It seems that's true. I, I mean, breaking bad has moments of comedy relief. Yeah. Oh know. my gosh. Breaking bad. It, like every episode, there's something a, a thing yeah. that's like ludicrous and you're, and you, you might laugh out loud, but it's not a comedy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, like the, the main thing here is the, the characters in the city and they're really beautifully interwoven. Um, it is very intense. Like if you don't like shows where people scream at each other, uh, you stay away from this. This yeah. is this is some of the most character conflict I've seen in a long time. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, my wife is really. She's enjoying it, but she's also very. She can't do it long stretches of it. She has to watch like an episode and then do something else because it's intense. And the way it's filmed is very intimate. The cameras are like right up in your face and a lot of movement and especially when there's like a slammed moment at this restaurant, it's chaos like it would it be yeah. in a real, yeah. a real situation. But it's just so much that I had to kind of like go, man, what are you doing in here? How's I, this comedy going? I hope going? you sit down and watch it, Scott. You, it's less than three hours long. Um, you can binge this thing. And I want you to look for something uh, that just blew my mind. 
um, this, uh, this series, it's eight episodes. Um, it starts out kind of dark, like visually dark. And with each episode, it gets a little bit more bright and a little bit more white and clean. And it's something that like, I, I wonder if, if, if that is something you couldn't have done uh, at a certain time in the past, because no one would have noticed if they were only watching one episode a week, you know? Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's just amazing. It's called the bear. There's these artistic qualities that are just mind blowing. And it's the bear. Is that correct? It's called the bear. That is a very esoteric name for Mm. this thing. You (laughs) will, you will at the end of the whole thing, you will understand why it's called that, but it is not called the the bear as a name is not really significant. Okay. And then nothing to do with the Chicago bears or any of that. It's not exactly. That's the thing. Like, Oh, I wish they hadn't called it that. You know? Yeah. They should have called it like Nicole says, duh bears. And uh, yeah, and you're all set. All right. Well, uh, all of these things will be coagulated and posted all over the internet by uh, uh, Randy, maybe even Nicole. I don't know if you're getting back to that yet. Probably not. No, you, I'll, you, I'll, I'll do it too. You hey, need to move. You know Once you get moved, this will all be easier. But, you know, whatever. whatever oh, once you, I get internet, because yeah. uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do this again. Right. I don't. Save it. Do it from the, from the shop. <laughs> well, we don't have the shop yet. We're still oh, closed gotcha. on that. Yeah. Um, I might be able to do this from my car. I have internet in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. That's fine. Do it from your car. See I'll, what happens. I'll test, I'll test it out. All um, right. But if I can't, I want to, I, I had recommended um, a long time ago, a show on HBO max called made for love. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. Uh, the second season came out and I binge watched it and I loved it. Mm. So if you are looking for a sci-fi comedy, dramedy show, yeah. Ray, Ray Romano. Yeah. I love in it. I like Ray. Um, there's not going to be. Sorry. He killed it after season two, but it was um, it was a decent ending. So I don't feel bad recommending season one and season two. All right, a little extra cool. there, a little bonus in case we don't see you next week. But maybe we will. We don't know. For love. Well, it's uh, great having you both on, and uh, check them out. Randy Deluxe on Twitter, Nicole Spag on Twitter. Uh, you'll also find this in our Discord and uh, all the other places, the Tadpole Group on Facebook and so on and so forth. Yeah. May you and both have a, have a fantastic rest of your beautiful day. Thanks, Scott. And good luck to both of you. Bye now. <laughs> I have to remove two people at once. It's kind of hard. There we go. Oh, yeah. Who do you remove first? How do you choose who to get rid of first out of this? Out of this little it's group? hard, right? I don't know. Who, I don't know what. I should have just hung up on everybody and started over. I don't know. <laughs> Faster to do that. So real quick here, just speaking of things that we'd seen and then a new season came out and then yeah. we kind of follow up on them. Um, I'd recommended that Love on the Spectrum uh, oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were, there were already two seasons set in Australia and there it's a reality show about these autistic kids learning how to date and deal with relationships and all this. And um, I shouldn't just say kids. There's a adults in it as well but anyway their uh season three hit it's a it's a u.s it's based in the u.s with the same same showrunners directors writers all that or not writers but people doing it it's awesome i love that cool. show it is heartening in all the right ways i want to be around these people <laughs> i loved it so that's cool check it yeah we uh just finished up watching uh the last season of killing eve which i've recommended before mm-hmm. uh they they stuck the landing on that one i thought it was a really satisfying ending and um the most recent season of breeders if you ever wanted to see uh um uh, bilbo (laughs) 
from uh, the Hobbit movies, mm. Martin Freeman. If you ever want to see him just get angry mm. and scream at his kids, sadly, uh, that's a great show for that. Um, it actually is really, really good, and there's some amazing, heartfelt moments in that. But he doesn't uh, hit his wife with a ball peen pa- hammer in the head. That he doesn't never. Happen. He never does that. Fortunately, that's a shame. Um, it also stars Daisy Haggard. Again, I've recommended this before, but the newest season just wrapped up, and um, okay. Uh, Daisy Haggard uh, was on that sh- that Matt LeBlanc show called Extras, or not Extras, um, Episodes. Episodes, yeah. Where her only job was to make faces in pitch meetings. And <laughs> She's great. She is great. And hearing her, like, she has got some amazing comedy chops. Like, she is hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's all I can, in, in episodes, that was kind of just her making faces, but it's good to that hear That was all she did, yeah, it was just like, That yeah. show was better than it should have been. I liked it really it was, yeah. All right, uh, well, there you go. That's it for today's program. If you'd like to tune in tomorrow, good, because we'll have stuff. We'll have Amy here. I don't know about Wendy, because I'm not sure when she gets back from Iceland uh, or wherever mm-hmm. she is right now, Finland. Somewhere near Russia, which makes us all nervous. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I don't know when that'll be. Yeah. It could be tomorrow. Enough, may not yeah. be tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be next week. But uh, whatever. Tomorrow, full Thursday, full of fun. So check us out and come back Great. then and hang out with us. In the meantime, uh, patreon.com slash TMS is the place to go and sign up. You got one more day in June, and then it's all July from there on, baby. So if you want to be a part of it, you can. Frogpants.com slash TMS for all the details and links to our Patreon. I think that'll do it. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, Brian, oh. play a song. Hey. Oh, you know, I'll tell you about one quick thing. Oh, yeah, uh, the uh, the judging for the full interviews. So our our contestants on America's Next Top Podcast are interviewed folks like Will Wheaton and uh, Stephen Toblowski. And, oh, I'm having a hard time remembering the, um, the Phillies announcer guy. But anyway, they... I interviewed those, uh, all those folks. Well, now you get to hear the judging. So you'll find out who's going home. That episode just went up at America's Next Top Podcaster.com. Perfect. Cool. Now, play all right, me now a song. song. Yeah. Yeah. Dean wrote in, said, Dear Scott and Brian, it's my mom's 71st birthday this week, and she loves Rogers and Hammerstein musicals, or Hammerstein musicals, her favorite being The Sound of Music. I was wondering if you could play a cover of a song from this musical classic for the woman who gave me life and put up with my nonsense over the years. Love the show, though. Signed, Dean. Um, also wanted to show uh, give a shout out to uh, Jordan M., for his, uh, his late buddy Andrew and to the folks who are celebrating an anniversary. Couldn't get everybody's uh, request in. I'm going to try and fit them in in July on days that we don't have requests. So nice. uh, we had a bunch of stuff all queued up for June 29th and I couldn't get everything. I couldn't even get a, couldn't even get one song that fit two or three, you know, two or three of them. So, uh, so we're going to go with a song from The Sound of Music. How about My Favorite Things? It's one of the uh, most famous songs from The Sound of Music. But how about a rock version? This is by the Brooklyn Run Funk Orchestra, uh, Orchestrata. This is from a tribute to The Sound of Music called The Hills Are Alive. This thing came out in 2011, and it's absolutely amazing. The uh, Brooklyn Run Funk uh, Run Funk <laughs> Run Funk Orchestrata. It's such a bad name. Come up with something that's easier to say, guys. Uh, cover the whole album, but they did each song in a much different style. And it's it's good for people who love that soundtrack or people who eh, kind of couldn't couldn't deal with that soundtrack. Uh, this is my favorite things. It's uh, by that band that I kept saying the name of. I'm not going to say it again. Uh, from the Hills Are Alive. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Give my regards to King Todd, asshole. Jeez.